Well, okay. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Thank you for tuning into Don't Suffer in Silence. Yes. With me, your host, Damian Christopher. You know, I care about you. <clears throat> I care about your time. I'm just grateful that you're here now on today's show. Our topic is going to be titled uh, Forgetfulness and how forgiveness can be a symptom of grief. So grab an apple, uh, <laughs> grab some tater tots. <clears throat> I'm not sure what you enjoy. Just grab something delightful, delicious. You know, I care about you. I value your week. I value your moment to moment and I value your time. Okay, let's get started. Cool. All right. So today we're talking about, or I'm asking you a question. Maybe you can ask yourself this question. Anyway, like how often do you lose your keys and or how forgetful have you been lately? See, what 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 people don't understand that 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 what's the word like? Of, of, OK, a, a symptom. So so f- forgetfulness and losing things, forgetfulness, loss of memory is a symptom of grief. So whenever you're grieving a, a loss of a loved one, <laughs> you're going to lose your keys. You got to forget your lunch. You got to forget your socks. So I got a neighbor right now who's constantly losing his keys. So it's like five of us who are all outside trying to help this guy find his keys. And he doesn't understand. Listen, bro, you're grieving and you're not dealing with your grief. So what's coming out, this symptom is coming out in other areas of your life. Now, again, this is easier to see in other people. But it's one thing you got to recognize within yourself, like loss of memory, memory gap, memory lapse. Forgetfulness. This is a symptom of grieving and loss, and it has to be dealt with. So, again, ask yourself: When was the last time you lost your keys? And now, like this area or this symptom of forgetfulness shows up, like it rears its head at the worst times, and it mainly affects your work. So, if you are, yes, you listening, most of us are workaholics, right? We love to hide and escape to work. Why? Because we're good at work. We get rewarded. We get affirmed. We get a pat on our, on our ass or on our head, whatever, whichever you prefer to get that pat on. But whenever you're grieving a loss and, and this person who's died in your life, who has been a big, integral part in your life, the symptom uh that that's gonna show the most is forgiveness. Like I said, you're gonna lose your keys, you're gonna lose your wallet, you're gonna lose your money, you're gonna lose your time, you're gonna lose like your sanity. Like why in the hell is this happening? Well I'm gonna tell you why it's happening. Okay? Okay? I've been there, I'm still there, I've been there. And it's it's happening because you're not dealing with it. Yes you. Now again, this is very easy to recognize in people around you. We love to look at everybody else and look at how they're struggling, how they're messing up. They aren't doing this. They aren't doing that. But we're talking about you. I'm talking about me right now. And the area of forgetfulness, rather, I'm sorry, the symptom of forgetfulness, it is not, it's nothing more humiliating whenever people are watching you lose your mind. Like your keys are something you set down in one place, usually. Your keys, your cell phone, your Apple Watch, whatever. You, you, you put it in the same area. You, you drop it, pick it up. Every day it's in the same area. It's just like maybe your shoes or your socks. And that's crazy. I'm mentioning shoes and your socks because I'm, I remember early on, um, usually in the first year of the of loss of your loved one or a death of your loved one, I, I trying to find your socks. Oh, man, I remember wearing mismatched socks. Um, probably the second, third year into, into my mother's death. Like it was embarrassing. 
I, I would go to work with holes in my socks. I didn't even know I had holes in my socks. No idea. I had dress shoes on, black shoes on, and I was working with all women. And <laughs> none of them told me, hey, bro, you got holes in your socks. I had to find out because you know, they, they, they were laughing at me. And I'm like, okay, <laughs> what's funny? And I happened to have my shoes off under the counter and... And there, no, my, my feet weren't stinking. Relax, I was, I was, I was hygiene. I was, I was fresh, but I had holes in my socks. And, and there were days that I forgot my work shirt, my uniform. I mean, like I said, man, the the forgetfulness is out of this world. Like, like the mistakes that your mind and that you will make while you're grieving are gonna be so basic. Like things that you would normally never screw up on or screw up with. Like you're gonna like start having those discrepancies, and it's it's out in the open, it's exposed. You can't hide it because you're at work, and, and work is your sanctuary, or work has been your sanctuary, and and that's what you kind of got to go back and undo. Which most of us, but being blunt, being honest, most of us don't want to undo. We don't want to get somewhere and be still, go to a class, talk to a counselor, talk to a pastor, talk to a trusted friend about, hey, I'm grieving. Uh, you know, who wants to sit down for two hours once a week and, and enter uh, a group, a community group or a small group and talk about death and dying. And this new normal of forgetting crap and losing things and forgetfulness is just a part of the, it's part of the new me now. And who wants to deal with that? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, who has time? Who wants to put up with that? And then I'm I'm embarrassed. I'm ashamed that you have to see me in this state. And I'm like, listen, bro or ma'am, it's a part of life. Again, the the right people in your life will help you and serve you. But again, people can't read your mind and they can't make you get help. Now I see this twenty four seven. Like I said, I've seen it in myself. Uh, and I, and when I say it's how embarrassing and how shameful it is, the things that I would forget that were very basic, I mean, and here, 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 here's the, here's the wonder about work. Okay. And, and, and here's what work does for us. Work, work gives us, work gives us a distraction from your grief, from whatever it is you're going through. Work is, is your, is your, you know, it's, it's your go-to like, man, I got my job. I got my coworkers, but Whenever you can't forget how to do your job, then you start affecting their role and their responsibility. They're like, hey, man, like, what are you doing? Right. Like, you know how to do that. I, I taught you and trained you how to do that. What are you doing? So in a, in a sense, you feel like a warm body. That, that's how I felt whenever I was grieving. I wasn't communicating. I finally did after about a year, but I wasn't communicating what, what, what I was going through. And there was even a, uh, uh, I was working as an administrative assistant. I got fired from that job. It's like I, I wasn't communicating, talking about like what I was going through. I was making, I, I was doing the same forms, <laughs> the same basic forms, parent, parent enrollment forms every day, each week. And I, I would skip the same step on every form. And it's like, Hey, are, are you like, are you dumb? Are you blind? Are you stupid? No, you're not. You're grieving. You're hurting and you can't do your job, but you think you can do your job, but you can't, but you think you can, but you can't. So again, this is easy to see in people around us or someone around you, like I said, a neighbor, coworker, and it's like, okay, listen, you know, I need you to ask for help. And I'm not sure about you. 
I can be very prideful. We, we, I think we all can be very prideful. And like, listen, I don't want to be a bother. I don't want to bother you. But hey, can you help me find my keys? It's very simple. And then you're thinking, okay, what what must this person think of me? And nine times out of ten, this person doesn't think anything of you because you know they need you and you need them. And it's just like getting out of our own way. And how do we do that? How do we invest the time intentionally and deliberately to seek help? And I mean, this process is long, it's slow, it's arduous. And then, like I said, you mentioned you mentioned high gas prices. You mentioned you mentioned the, the rental prices. You mentioned food prices. You mentioned all these things that are happening, and I can't remember what my freaking keys are. I gotta get to work. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And where your keys are, they they are exactly where you first put them. But you're 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 too frantic and 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 it's just bionic, and you're going bonkers because you can't remember like where did I first put my keys at? Oh, they're on the floorboard of my vehicle, right where I put them at an hour ago, two hours ago. So I mentioned community in past tense, and I mentioned a lot on this podcast community, and, I, and a community could be just one person, just one person to to begin with. Let's minimize, okay? If you don't want to. Tell them what you're going through. Fine. Start start with one person. And then slowly, don't put your full weight on that person. Right? You know, give him or her a little bit and just say, hey, listen, I'm, I'm struggling memorizing, remembering things. Can you help me? Okay, okay, cool. Then maybe three months later you can you can start to start start to unload a little bit on, on that person and then share with a third person. Or a year later, two years later, you can share with the fourth person. Meaning that you don't put your full weight and your memory loss on one person. Because he or she has shit to do too. Pardon my French. They have things to do too. Now, this person could could, could be very, very, very much available to you, but you're only thinking about yourself. And all of us are like that. Whenever you're losing your memory, you lose your mind, and this craziness has happened to you, like you're thinking, why me? Why now? Why is this happening to me? And I'm like, listen, listen, this is real. It is happening to you. It's not going to go away anytime soon. And I, I harp on this a lot. I harp on forgetfulness a lot. I harp on your memory and your mind. I harp on work. Like it's 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 something about work that 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 gives you meaning. And when the thing that 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 you place your full meaning in, you can't remember how to do it, man. I, I mean, I don't know about you. Have you ever been around a person? <laughs> Maybe you're that person. Have you ever been around a person who um, who has a day off? Like they're off from work and they have no idea what to do with, with his or herself because they have a day off. Like they can go to the movies, they can plant a tree, they can go do laundry, they can go sleep all day. This person is hell on wheels because they have no work to do that day. Like it's a holiday, job is closed. Well, it, with, with, with grief, it's like that. Like when you're grieving and your memories, it's shattered. Like, and you have these off days, it's like, okay, what the hell do I do with myself? And then again, again, you aren't receiving help. You aren't asking for help. Everyone around you can see that you probably need a little bit of help, and it's okay. It's okay. But again, it's something about work, and it's something about our egos and our pride. So again, as you process through this, and maybe you're living with someone, or you got a neighbor with someone, or you neighbor with someone, or you, you work with someone, you, you're in close proximity like there, there's no escape, there's no getting away. Oh man, I'm gonna, you know, 
No, no, no. <laughs> you got to see this person or they have to see you and, and they see that you're struggling every day. And you just got to find a way to say, listen, I need help. Um, Perfectly, you ask the right person, not the wrong person, which is which also which is confusing. But in the area of forgetfulness, and I, I think there might be five stages of grief. I don't want to get into the five stages. I'm, 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 I'm being very specific and talking about this one symptom of forgetfulness and how it shows up at the worst time, at the most inopportune in, in time. It's like, man, my life is, my, you know, your life is chaos. It's, well, I think there's like there's 24 hours in a day, right? You sleep eight of them or six of them. Four of them, I don't know. Or you say you sleep four hours, six hours, and you got to go to work from eight, eight to ten hours. And you don't really control anything outside of work, right? Most of us think we do, but you don't. You don't control your house, your family, your kids, your dog. You don't control your neighbors. You, only, only, thing you, only thing you really can control is your work. And whenever you can no longer control work, it's like, oh, crap. Like, like that's when... It, it takes a while. <laughs> it takes a while. Uh, I, I, I remember getting fired from that job, man. I was like, okay, okay, I really got to get some help now, right? Because like once I lost that, um, that opportunity to 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 run help run that, that after school program, I said, okay, okay, like, you really gotta, you really gotta get some help now because you're you're, you're it's it's affecting your work, which you, which is most precious to you. And again, we all fall under that umbrella. Like we all know, man, I can do, I can do my job. Can can, can nobody do my? Can can, can, nobody, can can no one do my job better than me? Like I got this. But whenever you're grieving, grief says, "Hey, man, it's like, hey, you know, it's it's like that. It's like that. Uh, that unwelcome guest. Like, hey, you know, and and that's what forgetfulness is, right? That's what losing your mind is. Like, listen, I'm not going anywhere. I'm here. Let me in." And it's it's every day, right? You're forgetting every day. You're forgetting every week. And like, why is this happening now? And and, and we don't connect the dots. Uh, I've seen this. I've I've experienced this myself. I've done this myself. I didn't connect the dots of my forgetfulness to my grief. Like I I, I lost a loved one. They just died a year or two, a year ago. Two years ago, especially like I said, I'm not sure where where you are. You are in year one or year two. Maybe you're in year five. Like forgetfulness hits you when it hits you. But I'm quite certain. I think in the first two years, it's most most it's most chaotic, possibly given the the type of individual you are. But I'm I'm a man. I'm very logical. I'm very analytical. Right. I'm very hands on. I'm a hands on learner. So I learn with my hands. So whenever my mind and my hands, you know, it's like like how, you know, you walk to your refrigerator, right? Okay, you you walk to your refrigerator and you pull out a a loaf of bread and, you know, know, your goal is to make a a peanut butter and jelly sandwich, right? So you walk to the refrigerator. Get a loaf of bread and you pull the bread out. Now, in your mind, you know you got bread out, but but you think, okay, is, is this wheat bread or white bread? You really can't tell because uh, you're grieving and your and your view and your judgment. You're just so clouded. But you know you want a peanut butter and jelly sandwich, right? I'm having that. So, in your cabinet above you, you grab the peanut butter, you go to the refrigerator, and you also you have the the jelly, right? And you get a knife and you start spreading the 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 peanut butter on 
on the object, which you, you think is bread and you're spreading peanut butter on this object. And it turns out you look down and you figure out, damn, man, really, instead of you grabbing the bread to spread the peanut butter on, <laughs> you're spreading the peanut butter on your hand and you're thinking your hand is the bread. And and that's that's what grief is, man. Like that's what grief and memory loss and forgiveness. Like that's what happens. Like you're like, Damien, Christopher, you, you're insane, bro. I'm like, no. Like that's that's the insanity that you experience, and it, it could last for a year, two years, three years. I don't know, five years, eight. Years, I had no idea. But if you don't, if if you're not dealing with it, like that's the sign. And you're by yourself when that happens. By the way, like because God forbid, you know, you're in public. And you 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 are trying to make a peanut butter and jelly sandwich, and you spray the, the the peanut butter on your hand, thinking your hand is the bread. You're like, like get out of here. That that never happens. Trust me, that's happened to me before. It's happened. It happens. There there are crazy instances and situations where you will do things that are, that are out of your mind and out of your body because you're not connecting. That hey, I'm grieving. I'm really suffering here. I'm really really struggling here. And I and I, I'm not taking the intentionality. And I'm not making the time to deal with it. I'm going to work. I'm paying bills. I'm doing a good job at work, and my family is okay. But I am a wreck. So, leave you with this. <laughs> you know, I'm not sure if you enjoy peanut butter. I'm not sure if you if you enjoy white bread or wheat bread. Like I prefer wheat bread. Okay, I love wheat bread. But slow down. The people in my life, the people in my life right now today that I know that are grieving, the one thing I try to tell them, him or her and them is say, listen, listen, no matter what, just slow down. And, and most of them can't because, again, they're, they're workaholics and, and they're work driven and work is, work is now. I got to get this done now. I'm like, yeah, yeah, you got to get that done now. But, you know, your brain and your mind and your feelings and, and you're all you're just a wreck so i say listen slow down just slow slow down <clears throat> take a deep breath okay so the, the, the next time you yourself or you're with someone like i said it could be a co-worker spouse neighbor and they're struggling just say if, if they if they listen if they listen to you that's that's, that's that's another thing if he or her if he or her will listen to you and receptive and receive what you have to say just say hey listen take a deep breath and just slow down okay okay you're like man you know that's so elementary and you're they they, they 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 may feel like you're you're treating them, you're treating him or her as if, as if they're they are a child <clears throat> and maybe maybe yeah maybe that's what it takes. But just say, hey, listen, slow down. Hey, it's okay. Just, just slow down. Okay. And what is the next thing we have to do? Okay. I need to find the key to unlock this door. And you just do that small and basic thing with them and, and, and or with yourself. You, you let this person, you know, help you find your keys or help you find uh, your, your, your journal or your, or your, or your notebook or your whatever it is that you're, 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 you're going crazy about that, that you can't find that you may have lost. You know, I am even go as far as to say if you lock your kid in the car, in the car you left unattended. Man, it happens. It happens. It happens. Okay, it happens. It happens. So express grace, express compassion, express mercy. 
<sighs> towards yourself first. You got to begin just saying, hey, okay, I screwed up. I messed up. All right. Okay. Just let me slow down. All right. Well, all right there, fam. I'm going to bring you a special message today from Mrs. Eva Gordon. Uh, she is the owner there at Epic. So there at Epic, her mission is to provide a lucrative opportunity for financial success and for growth. So if you yourself present day want to be an entrepreneur or you have a home-based business, based on your schedule, Epic wants to position you in front of billion-dollar wealth trends offering best-in-class products and services that generate residual income. So please contact Eva Gordon today at 347-228-7916. Again, that is 347-228-7916 directly, or you can check out her website at www.myepiccompany.com slash the letter L 472760. Again, that is com slash the letter L 472 Seven six zero. Thank you so much. Now I know I said I was I was gonna get up out of here, and I am. But I wanted to. I need to be crystal clear that I am not just you know being casual about work. Okay, okay. I'm not just being casual. Oh man, you know you shouldn't work. That's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is have some daggum, have a boundary, develop a boundary with work. If you're living with someone who's a workaholic, no, you can't force him or her to get help. No, you can't force it. I'm, I'm not saying to force it. What I'm simply saying is that we, we, we owe it to each other, ourselves, to say, listen, you know, I'm going to say this once, maybe twice. And ask him or her to say, listen, you know, uh, I know that, that, that we're kind of locked to each other. So if, if you're working with someone, <laughs> you, just, you, just, you just can't. Send him or her home and say, hey, you know, find me a new coworker. And if, if you're a cop right now, if you're a police officer and, and you got a partner who you're riding with every day, you can't just say, hey, 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 uh, sergeant, lieutenant, please, man, um, my, my partner is over here grieving. Can we swap out <laughs> Give me a new partner? It doesn't work like that. If you're living with a grandfather or grandmother or, or a cousin who, or a sister or brother, who you, you just can't swap out siblings. OK, the people that are in your life, you, you just can't swap them out. But what you can do is say, listen, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna force you to get help. I'm not gonna make you get help. But I mean, if we're gonna be attached at the hip on this thing, at, at some point, if you if if you're gonna work 40 hour a week, 60 hour a week, okay, cool, cool, cool. That that's your thing, that's your go-to, okay? That's how you avoid sex, that's how you avoid stupid sexual uh, relationships, that's how you avoid drinking, that's how you avoid you know, uh, uh, hurting yourself. Okay, fine. Go to work. But in that 40 or 60 hours, I ask you to, to, to make 30 minutes, 30 minutes to, to talk to someone you, you trust. You're like, man, are you serious? That's 60 hours a week. Fine. But I'm asking you just to stop for 30 minutes. Say, hey, listen, this, this guy in my church, this guy in my community or this coworker. Hey, can we just talk for this 30 minutes? Okay, cool. And let that be the first baby step because you, because you see this all the time and no one, I'm not going to say no one, maybe you do say something, but most of us don't say crap. We let him or her go to work, pay the bills. And that's their, that's their love language. Maybe that, that that's how they, they show that they show that, that they love you is that they, they work these hellacious hours, seven days a week. They never complain. 
They, they always show up. They're always on time. And, you know, you know, okay, listen, man, you're, 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 you're shattered here, right? So this is my challenge to myself. It's my challenge to you just to, to have these hard, and I mean, these are hard conversations. Because, you know, if you're working all the time, when you get home, you're tired. You don't want to talk. You don't want to have a hard conversation. Like, leave me alone when you get home. You see what I'm saying? And then, or you have that coworker, and you're like, oh, I got to deal with this person. And you don't want to bother them. They don't want to bother you. I mean, we're all trying to just get from moment to moment. But it's like, listen, bro. Listen, ma'am. Listen, sir. Or uncle or pops or brother. Listen, man. Listen, listen, listen. We got to have this talk. <sighs> Try your best to not harp on it. That's hard. I'm, I'm, I'm not sure about you. I like to harp on crap, especially when I know it's important. But hey, if you can, if I can, let's dial that back a little bit. Just say, listen, I'm, can you just give me two minutes? What's up? I got two minutes. Listen, I think... The reason why you're having a difficult time is because you you aren't con- you aren't connecting your 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 difficulties with with what you're grieving with. Well, what do you mean? It's not your business. You're right. It's not my business. But I work with you. I the decisions you make affect me. The choices you make because we're at work together. The mistakes you make, I I gotta do it. I gotta answer to them too. Now, let's say if you live with someone who's like that, right? And he or she loses their, 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 their debit card or they lose their money and then you can't pay rent. You're like, listen, bro, listen, like I live with you or I live in the same proximity. You know what I'm saying? So you lose the debit card and rent's due. We can't pay rent, bro, because like I said, we share the same debit card. You know what I'm saying? If, if it's your spouse or girlfriend or boyfriend, whatever, you know what I'm saying? Or if it's your companion, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's like, listen, what you're doing now is starting to affect me. So I got to say something to you. But if you can, yes, you try to express compassion as best you can. I, I, I guess I am not good at this. I'm not gonna pretend and say, "Oh man, I'm I got this down, man. I'm, I'm bad." No, I, I ain't bad. Because I'm the kind of person that you know we we have this way at work. At, at work, we're, at work, we are very efficient. At work, we're very efficient. You know what I'm saying? We're very detail oriented. And we tend to apply that same mentality to people in our ordinary, everyday, everyday life, and we can't do that. I do this all the time, so relax. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not talking about you. I'm talking, I'm talking about myself. And I'm trying to be aware, okay? Listen, you know, Christopher, you cannot be efficient with people. It doesn't work. It's not going to work because people aren't efficient robots. They're, they're people. They're quirky. They're ignorant. We're we're confused. We're unstable. We're we can be very unpredictable. We can be very moody. Man, I am super moody. So I want to go back and just be clear that this work thing. I'm 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 trying to trying to say this with tenderness. That yes, you have to work. Got to go to work. I got that. I got that. But get a pen and paper and calendar. Thirty minutes on Monday. 30 minutes on Friday, I'm going to sit my ass down with a, a loved one, someone that I trust, and say, listen, I, can, I, can I just please have 20 minutes of your time? 
what's up? Cool, cool, cool. What's your schedule like? Hey, I'm, I'm free on Thursday. Okay, great. Can we sit down from 3.20 to 3.40 and just, you know what I'm saying? And or if, you gotta, if, you, if you're the one needing to have a hard conversation with this person, say, listen, I know you got a lot going on. Can, can, we, can, I, can I sit down with you and just, I, I need to talk, I, I, I got to help you, maybe try to help you see that, that, that the connection and the problems you're having are, are connected to your grief and, and you're unaware of it. I, I'm not trying to fix you. I ain't trying to change you. Do what you want. But at least you're made aware that, hey, that the problems and the, 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 the crap storm or the, or the, or the dysfunction or, or, the, or, your, or your struggles, it, it's tied to your grief. And you're not dealing with it. And it's, it's totally up to you. Okay, that's it. Well, okay, here we are. We are at the end. And you made it. <laughs> you survived another beautiful episode. I want to just say thank you for staying to the very, very end. Call to action is simple. This is your first time ever tuning in. Please subscribe to become a regular, consistent listener. Also, uh, this topic benefited you in any way. Just please share with one person. That, that's it. Just share with one person. Questions, comments, 254-878-7135. Uh, that's, that's a text line, 254-878-7135. Uh, this topic was tough to talk about uh, and acknowledge and admit, uh, you know. Uh, but again, you're, you're human. And that's okay. Now, as I always say, man, Jesus, man, Jesus, he is the purest and truest love of your soul. He will never leave you nor forsake you. Okay, cool.